0: Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on Newstalk. The government has announced a new multi-million euro package to support digital startups in Ireland. It comes as Ireland becomes increasingly dependent on technology companies for tax revenue. Some even say that Ireland should set aside a sovereign wealth fund to take advantage of the corporation tax windfall from tech giants, which may dwindle and even disappear in the future. Others say that the IDA should no longer actively seek new jobs for Dublin because it's full up. All issues for Robert Troy, who is the Minister of State with responsibility for trade promotion, digital and company regulation. Good morning, Minister. Good morning. Well, given the constraints on infrastructure in the capital, should we continue to actively seek employers for the Dublin area?
1: Well, I think what we need to realise is a small open economy, um, our ability to trade internationally is critical to our economic well-being. And it's not just simply about um, attracting foreign direct investment uh, into Ireland. It's also about supporting uh, Irish indigenous firms uh, enter new markets and scale in those markets. And that's why international trade is important to an economy like Ireland. Uh, the IDA published a new strategy Uh, over 12 months ago. And part of that strategy is uh, to encourage 50% of new investments uh, outside of Dublin. So there is an an increased emphasis uh, on the regions outside of Dublin currently.
0: Uh, I get get that, Minister. You're from the Midlands. Aren't you tired of um, most of the best paid jobs going to the capital?
1: Well, look at it. One of the benefits of COVID-19 is it sent a very clear message that you don't need to be in uh, the centre of Dublin or a large urban area to do jobs that once thought you had to be. Uh, The benefits of remote working and the government has published a remote working strategy. Uh, The government has invested quite heavily in terms of uh, rural remote hubs. I opened one recently in Edgerstown in County Longford, a very modern state-of-the-art uh, facility and there are people now working in facilities like that uh, whose parent office might be in some of the larger urban settings. So there is huge support there to help people who per- who previously may have to had travel into Dublin to, to find work uh, be afforded the opportunity uh, to rem- work remotely and as i said the idea but of course minister their-
0: they they would prefer they would prefer to work in their own home rather than have to go to these innovation hubs and the innovation hubs are great don't get me wrong but i'm sure given the choice people would rather do it in their back room or their study or even their kitchen
1: not necessarily. Um, there are people who like that opportunity of having clear demarcation between work and their home life. There are also people, uh, because of their circumstances, maybe uh, there isn't a spare room in their house. Maybe they have children uh, been minded from home. Uh, maybe there's people who are in accommodation sharing who would like to get away from uh, don't have the opportunity to work in their home either. so it's important that there is that flexibility and it is important that we have a network of hubs there. and as as broadband hasn't been sufficiently rolled out into every part of rural Ireland uh, yet and that won't happen that won't be completed for the next 18 months or so, there is the up, there, there is the need for people who don't have access to high quality broadband uh, work in a setting where they will have access to that.
0: Now, the National Economic Dialogue, as I said at the start of the programme, has commenced in Dublin Castle. Uh, It's an important uh, chat between governments uh, and employers and would-be employers. Uh, A lot of them are worried, Minister, as you know, about soaring costs and the inability for their staff to find accommodation. Uh, Don't you feel that the time is running out for this coalition government to do something substantial about creating accommodation or at least lowering the cost of it?
1: No, look, you're right. Um, the economic di- dialogue took place yesterday. I, it was a great opportunity for senior ministers in government to hear from uh, a broad representative of participations, participants from NGOs and um, people representing workers through their trade unions, uh, business representative groups, uh, to understand uh, fully what the challenges are and to feed into the preparatory work that has now um, commenced in relation to Budget 2023. And I think the Taoiseach and other senior ministers gave a very strong signal yesterday uh, that Budget 2023 uh, will be uh, a supportive budget that will help generous address the, the many challenges uh, that people are facing in terms of the cost they live in and that will help support many businesses. We have come out of COVID-19 and many commentators in the run-up to COVID-19 and right through COVID-19 predicted a tsunami of business closures. Uh, but because of the correct budgetary decisions and supports that this government put in, uh, there was very few business closures because we realised that businesses needed to be sustainable businesses needed to be supported to get through a difficult period of time. Uh, That's what happened in COVID-19 and we'll continue uh, on that vein into the future.
0: Thank you Minister. That's Robert Troy, the Minister of State with responsibility for trade promotion, digital and company regulation.